You know, you know, like a good portion of the inventions of the last decade were done by some dude that was stoned out of his mind in his garage one night that was like, you know what? I think it'd be cool if we could share our homework on like a secret network that other people couldn't get to. Okay, just when when you copy it, just change it so it doesn't just look the same. Change it so it doesn't look the same. <laughs> Mute the mics as we go. Uh, it helps if you unmute things. Wow. I don't know why it helps if you unmute things. Wow. I would think that, that, that was, was probably the best part of the entire show for our listeners was that five seconds. Brutal start. <laughs> that was savage. <clears throat> savage. <laughs> Flawless victory. <laughs> Fatality. Wow. Welcome to the Naked Apple, where uh, where we have almost as many viewers as Joe Biden had for his inaugural for his uh, State of the Union address. That was it, State of the Union, or was it not? I, it was I'm not. Confused. It was a joint address to Congress, which the State of the Union generally is. But yes, it was not a State of the Union because he wasn't stating the State of the Union. He was jabbering. My. F- favorite part about that whole thing he wasn't wearing a mask house floor rules from nancy pelosi is everyone in there has to wear a mask even when they are speaking the exception for joe biden is he's not a lawmaker so he doesn't have to wear a mask hmm convenient really <laughs> Yeah, real, uh, yeah, real, okay, yeah, convenient. <sighs> yeah, we'll talk about that a little bit later. Yep. Ish. And uh, <sighs> vitamin B. Yeah, yeah, we got a great show. Let's uh, let's take it right let's into the vitamins. Dive, dive into that happy D- vitamin. Dive into the happy vitamin B. Here we go. Welcome to the Vitamin B. We have some great news for you this week. Uh, First in the celebrity news, Melinda Gates filed for divorce after discovering Windows 95 launch video. If you've ever seen the video, you know why. (laughs) That's funny. In your public safety news, police shootings have dropped to zero after mass hiring of stormtroopers. It well, makes I mean, perfect sense. Perfect sense. I would also think that police shootings would drop to zero when you stop hiring police. But, you know. Yeah, there's that as well. Uh, but it's all good and well until they're told to execute Order 66. <sighs> well, see, those were clone troopers, not storm troopers. Oh, is that there's a difference there. Yeah, that's, that's the right. caveat. Right, That's there. the caveat. 
But uh, it's okay because we will probably never get to that position because a new poll finds that 23% of the galaxy believes they are more unified since Palpatine became emperor. I mean, Biden became president. Oh. Oh. 20, a whole 23%. A whole 23%, oh, yes. whole, whole 23. 23%. Oh, man. Mm-hmm. Uh, speaking of our uh, dick in chief, uh, <laughs> with enough vaccinations... I'm prepared to authorize the use of sparklers on the 4th of July, says a barely conscious Biden. Uh, what, what's what's what, that? What is it? Oh, did I get my pudding? Uh, is it tapioca? Chocolate. Oh, and last but not least, Biden relocates 20,000 National Guard troops to inner cities to snipe menthol cigarettes out of people's mouths. <laughs> It is the only way to enforce such things, and I am on board for this type of lights it up. Just stack yeah. it in his hand. Yeah, it's uh, just just take it right out because those are dangerous. Did you know these things are racist and racist? Yes, indeed. It's because half of them, or three quarters of them, depending on what kind you're using, are white. What better way to stop racism than to get rid of a product that is that whose sales are predominant or dominated by a certain race? Right. Exactly. Yes, that's a great way to <laughs> curb racism. <laughs> and this has been your vitamin B. That was fun. That was fun. <laughs> and and, and uh, the best thing is that Bill Gates actually is getting divorced, and he didn't have a prenup. So. And Biden does have a 23% approval rating for unity. Oh, it's like they just take things that are real and make fun of them. Because satire, honestly, is too hard at this point. It, right? <laughs> like, yes, we're not even going to try. We're just going to make fun of the actual news. For example. Oh, no. A huge rocket from China's space station launch could fall back to Earth. Totally uncontrolled. <laughs> wait, wait. Totally. That's uncontrolled. So they didn't even aim it? Well, I mean, uh, they launched it, and, uh, you know, the the payload got into space and is floating around like it's supposed to. The mechanism, the bottom part of the rocket that delivers the top part into space didn't detach properly and it kept going up into space with the payload and now it's just kind of floating. And it, oh. the good news is, the good news is, they do know, uh, we're pulling this story from Business Insider, but... We do know that uh, the rocket could fall anywhere between as far north as New York and as far south as New Zealand. Anywhere in that kind of range. Well, at least we're safe on the west coast. So long as we're outside of that north-south range, we should be fine, yes. Right. Yeah. Yeah. The rocket, it's a... Uh, uh, let's see. Let's see. 
It was a uh, hundred feet tall and uh, twenty-one tons. And China lost it. You lost it? No, no. She was just. She was just right here. <laughs> she, she was just. Here. I left it right here. Right here. <laughs> Uh, started sir, uh, the long march 5B long march interesting 5B's core stage started circling the planet uncontrolled the rocket body is likely to fall to earth sometime in the next few days um, I think by current standards it's unacceptable to let let it re-enter uncontrolled no <laughs> <laughs> Jonathan McDowell, an astronomer who tracks objects orbiting Earth, told Jones, Since 1990, nothing over 10 tons has been deliberately left in orbit to re-enter uncontrolled. Does that mean that things have been left in orbit to enter uncontrolled not deliberately? <laughs> I mean, I think this would qualify as that stands, particular... It stands to reason... Um, the rocket stage measures about 100 feet long, 16 feet wide. <laughs> Just a 10-story building falling down. Uh, when it falls out of orbit, it may burn up in Earth's atmosphere, but large chunks of debris could survive the fall. Most of the planet is ocean. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. So that's where falling rocket bits are most likely to land. Do you hear that? That's the sound of forgiveness. That's the sound of people drowning, Carl. That is what forgiveness sounds like. Screaming and then silence. All right, so we got <laughs> we have actual rocket scientists looking into space tracking this thing. They can tell you how hot a planet is billions of light years away. They can tell you the trajectory of Comets and moons and stars and all this stuff billions of light years away. A 10-story building floating around Earth? Oh. Science! <laughs> oh. <laughs> I could... well, and I did that while staring course, directly into your eyes. Of course, that being said, these are probably from this... Same cut. These scientists are probably cut from the same cloth as the WHO scientists that went to investigate China, and China said we investigated ourselves and we're good. It's a bold strategy, Cotton. Let's see if it pays yeah. off for so them. So China tells us it could fall anywhere between New York and New Zealand. So it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. Nothing <laughs> to worry about. It's fine. They're this tracking fine. it. It's fine. <laughs> fine. <laughs> In some better news. Gentlemen, I wash my hands of this weirdness. Yes. In some better news, which means it's probably not going to come to fruition. Hata! Nuclear fusion is no longer science fiction. Yay. Woot! I didn't realize it was science fiction. I thought that that was something that we invented, I don't know, like 70 years ago. No, 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 no. There are differences between fusion, fission, and all those different oh, things. Okay, so yeah. this, is, this is fusion. Fusion. 
There's gotcha. Like there's, the Snapple drink. Yes. All right. I understand. Uh, since scientists first demonstrated nuclear power 70 years ago, the second stage of nuclear power has remained just beyond our fingertips. Nuclear fission. No. Nu- nuclear fusion. Fusion. fusion power. Not to be confused with fission, which is a type of sport that is done usually with a hook, line, and sinker. While promising the ETA on the technology required to develop and build variable, viable nuclear fusion has remained decades away until now. Probably. Probably. <laughs> A company claims to have hit a critical milestone in the development of a new technology capable of generating power from nuclear fusion, according to a recent press release. Uh, called TAE Technologies, the fusion energy developer claimed its reactors might ge- generate energy at commercial scales by the end of the 2020s. Awesome. Using a nov- novel ability to produce a stable plasma at temperatures topping 50 million degrees celsius, celsius. <sighs> whatever that excelsior <laughs> i don't i don't know what that means in american temperature but i presume it's hot for comparison it's this is very, very this is more hot. than twice the temperature of the core of the sun we're just going to have that contained right here on earth <laughs> i think it's brilliant that we should have something that is twice as hot as our sun on the surface of our planet which is why i love texas <laughs> That's a heat but joke. Uh, yeah. In the middle of all this uh, scientist-y gobbledygook is actually really promising stuff because Mike and I have said before with green energy stuff, if they actually believed in green energy, they'd help pursue nuclear power because it's the most reliable greenest energy we have currently i mean it creates something that's twice as hot as the sun and if nuclear fusion works it is even more powerful and clean and all that as current nuclear energy which is fission i believe which is the separation of atoms this is the fusion of atoms Kind of like they're creating material instead of destroying material. Hmm. It's one way to look at it. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. So we're just going to... Uh, I think there was a picture of a guy that looked oddly like uh, Dr. Octavius from Spider-Man. But, you know, aside from that... Which one? <laughs> aside from that, it should be fine. The video game, movie one or movie two? I don't know. He had four or the, the cartoon or the other cartoon or that one cartoon from the 90s or that other cartoon from the 80s. It's. Oh. Now that you mention it, Spider Man is probably the most remade. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> only a lot. It's just. <laughs> no consistency. Hashtag Andrew Garfield is the real Spider Man. <laughs> Let the comments flow. <laughs> Nerd fight. <laughs> uh, I really want to know how it's supposed to work, though. Like, it doesn't actually give a clear, at least not as far as I'm seeing. Yeah. Like I said, scientist gobbledygook. Something like, that it's I'm, just like we hit a milestone by making a plasma that burns twice as hot as the sun. It, it proves that 
plasma can do what we thought it would do. You don't actually tell me how that pushes anything forward or how I'm supposed to use that for energy. This is basically how I approach these things. They're discovering things that Einstein couldn't even theorize about. Mm. Yes. And Einstein helped create the first nuclear weapons. They have a machine called Norman. And I don't understand a lot of Einstein's stuff that he understood and taught about. So I'm definitely not going to understand right. things that Einstein yeah, didn't that. learn. <laughs> <laughs> I'll just chalk it up as this is probably fine. <laughs> That's probably fine. <laughs> there is no way that having a miniature sun on our planet could ever possibly go wrong. The world is already on fire. What's another sun? <laughs> <laughs> You're not wrong. Speaking of education, uh, if you want to go to uh, Tulane University, you can be uh, graced with a class about fake news from the one and only Hunter Biden. Because nobody understands fake news better than him. <laughs> I think it's a perfect fit. <laughs> Does this pass? <laughs> the smell test for anyone. <laughs> I almost want to take it just to see <laughs> what he talks about. Well, he's going to talk about the cover-up of his laptop, of course. Then sit. Then I'd sit back, uh, sit in the back of the class, like uh, uh, what's his name, the Asian guy from Hangover. Gay. Gay. <laughs> <laughs> I'll allow it. What do you think? That's what they do. They can make up anything. Uh, yeah, Hunter Biden is set to lecture students about fake news in a new class at Tulane University this fall. Get just uh. Reserve your seats, kiddies. A syllabus for the class, Media Polarization and Public Policy Impacts, claims America has a rapidly advancing partisan divide fueled substantially by the growing political polarization in media. It adds that it will explore the current state of the media landscape in the United States and how media polarization, fake news, and the economics of the news business impact public policymaking in Washington, D.C. Yeah, yeah. Uh, some Oh, some additional guest speakers. Fox News' Juan Williams. That's a great one. <laughs> Former White House Coronavirus Response Coordinator, Dr. Deborah Burks. Yeah, that's a great one, too. Perfect. It's perfect. The New Yorker, Susan Glasser. I'm sure she's fine. Washington Post, Margaret Sullivan. Yeah. CNN's Kyle Atwood. Face the Nation's Margaret Brennan. The New York Times, Brett St So Fox News' Juan Williams is there. Here we're getting both sides. Deborah Burks was under uh, Trump. We're getting both sides. Nah, not with Juan Williams. <laughs> no. <laughs> right. Uh, yeah, and then uh, the conservative verse on the Twitter verse uh, took a little issue with that. I don't. Uh, yeah. Yeah. There they are doing all their things. So, yeah, that, all four of them. And I'm sure he got that because he's a very accredited professor background resume thing and nothing to do with his father being president of the United States. 
Nothing. Nothing. Nothing at all. Nothing at all to do with that. Um, so, <laughs> if you missed it, which you most likely did, Joe Biden gave his little speechy speech, got all drugged up so he sounded coherent-esque during his speechy speech. Mm, yes. Last week. Um, a lot of it was filled with nothing, and a lot of it was filled with dangerous things. Um, at the very end, he says, uh, uh, we, the people, are the government. No. No. It's, no. <laughs> no. <laughs> Negative, Ghost Rider. No. Um, and uh, I stumbled across something interesting, because in his speech, he talks a lot about China and autocracy. Um these autocratic countries are catching up to the United States, which is why we need to add four years of education to the already 12 years that we have, starting at three years old and going to two years of free college. We need to make sure that it's not just, you know, generalized teaching. It's teaching them practical things like metallurgy and other things that he said. I mean... Metallurgy. Yeah. So that's a thing everyone needs to know. I, I thought that was hilarious because uh, modern metallurgists are few and far between because they're at steel mills where they're making sure the mixture of steel is correct for the order. Hmm. Um, outside of that, a metallurgist is more of a hobbyist where they're beating stuff on an anvil and throwing it in the fire. But to, it's okay because if your job isn't actually needed, then you can just go, you know, write code or something. Yeah. And that was another thing too, where, um, the U S isn't really all that great at making steel right now. Wonder why nothing to do with executive orders that shut down a lot of the industry. Nothing tied nothing in with, with oil. That. Oh, you know what? Yeah. You should all learn metallurgy. Let me shut down steel mills. Yeah, let's let's shut down coal and oil because those are dirty, don't need those. But we're going to make sure that we can train a bunch of steel people who need coke, which is something that's found with coal and oil. Did you say coke? Yeah. Oh. Not not Coca-Cola, it's a different thing. Like, Some, like, something called like, coke, like coke, cocaine. It's a, it's a type of coal. It's kind of a, like an oh. oily coal. They oh, call it coke. Okay. Um, but yeah, that in makes order, so much more sense. In order to harvest the materials that are crucial for steel, such as coke, you need coal mines and or oil places finding the coke. Ah, but but those aren't allowed to really do their thing all freely anymore. So, yeah, so that, so that was, uh, that was, uh, but, uh, on the autocracy thing, I thought that was interesting. And then I stumbled across this thing from CNN where, uh, CNN points out that <laughs> go to the thing, you know, the thing, <laughs> the thing, there it goes. Biden says China is, betting the U.S. can't keep up with autocracy. Before his speech, he met with reporters and talked to reporters. 
about stuff. And here's some of what he said. Um, <clears throat> see, speaking in the afternoon, he approached his 100 days office just hours before his address to joint session Congress. Biden said this moment in time is pivotal. They're going to write about this point in history, Biden told a small group of network and cable news anchors assembled at the White House. This is something that Woodrow Wilson did. Hmm. He picked his elite staff of reporters that he trusted and shared the actual news with them. Hmm. So they could go and spread it around. <clears throat> not about any of us in here, but about whether or not democracy can function in the 21st century. Biden continued, you know, things are moving so damn rapidly. Things are changing so rapidly in the world, in science and technology and a whole range of other issues that the question is, in a democracy that's, that's such a genius as ours, can you get consensus in the time frame that can compete with autocracy? Sometimes my genius, it generates gravity. It generates gravity. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. Oh. Uh, that, that's just a little... Um... Yeah. Ah, right here, right here. Here's some more. Uh, this government is founded on this notion that, you know, sounds corny. We the people. And there's nothing we're going to be able to get done unless we can convince the American people it's possible to do it. Correct. Mm -hmm. Reflecting on his first 100 days in office, Biden said his goal was clear. Ease the pain, save lives, put people in a position where they have reason to believe that they could actually get back and earn a living and provide for their families. That's how I looked at the first 100 days. You failed miserably. Yes, and this isn't everything that he said, because uh, if I can find the rest of it, um, he talks even more so about that first part I read. Uh, he said democracy cannot, cannot keep up with China and all these things. He's, I think it's, no, that's Xi Jinping is betting that democracy oh, yes, cannot yes, 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 keep yes. up with China. Let yes. me clarify that is, is how they word it anyway. But there's a lot of little spots in there that denote that they left things out. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Which is why I want to try to find the more of what was actually said because there's one part where I know he says um, he's been convinced for a long time and then he stops himself and then says something else about autocracy catching up and being superior. And then he comes out on the floor and he says people are saying that autocracy is catching up. But I believe America can do it. Do you, Joe? Do you? Because you've shut down every possible way for America to do it. Not but, only that, but every policy that you're putting forward is directly detrimental to everything about our country. Yes. Your proposals for all of these plans to just throw money at shit are going to wreck our country. Uh-huh. Just saying. Yeah. I'm a little annoyed. It's only been about $19 trillion the U.S. has just pumped into its economy the last year and a half. Yeah. And do you, do you know how inflation that's, occurs? And that's not including the, was it five or six trillion he proposed last week? Yeah. Which is more than the U.S. GDP yeah. in a year? 
It, you, you know, do you know how inflation occurs? Yes. In, inflation, for our listeners that don't understand inflation, basically the simple version of inflation is when your currency outruns your supply. That's more or less how it breaks down. So what happens when you have a Fed that decides to just print money? We're, we're just going to print currency because we need to throw money at stuff. My dollar's still worth a dollar. No, it's not. It, it's not. Because it's not it, at all. Imagine, if you will, you had a signed Mickey Mantle uh, rookie baseball card. Super valuable, right? Sure. Mike knows basically uh, nothing about baseball. I know bupkis <laughs> about baseball. <laughs> I have a baseball game that I'm trying to sell because I don't do baseball. It's even like a special collector's it's, edition. It's like a special collector's edition <laughs> that I got with a console. Don't know, don't I'm like, care. Ah, I don't know, don't care. Just give it away. But yeah, it's it's like a super rare trading card, baseball card, okay, whatever. Now, if thousands of those are printed, exact replicas of those cards, does that card maintain its value? No. Oh, if they go back and edit the stats of other players at the time that this rookie card came out so that other players look just as good, if not better, than that rookie, does the card hold its value? No. Oh, that's inflation. Yeah. <laughs> Basically. Remove the value. Basically. 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 But, yeah, and it is, it is no more evident than it could possibly be today. I Like, you look at literally anything. Look at wood. Look at... Uh, PVC pipe. Look at housing. Look at housing. The housing is the perfect example of inflation. Yes. Right now, it's everybody's complaining. Oh, we can't afford a house. Well, you can't afford a house because your dollar is worth shit right now. Yeah. Because and uh, and you're uh, on top of the fact that uh, especially here in Utah we have a severe supply shortage because we have all these people moving in that just have tons and tons of cash that are just paying cash for houses yep. and paying way above asking price, driving the market through the roof because you have a surplus of cash, a surplus of currency, a surplus of trade good with a very low supply of the actual desired item. That's, that's economics 101. <laughs> <laughs> supply and demand. <laughs> Is how it works. So the the entire idea behind currency was to give everyone a basic common denominator that they could trade with. Because before currency came around, we were trading chickens and eggs and whatever good that we had that we created with our own hands for other things that we wanted. So they created currencies, gold coins, silver coins, copper coins and eventually dollars and different things like that, so that we had a, a common uh, currency to trade with that everybody would say, okay, this has value, and we can trade with it. 
And originally, all of those things had an actual physical value. A gold coin is a gold coin. Gold has value because it's gold. It is limited in existence. It is limited in printing. It is limited in all of these things. Yeah, the way the the way the gold standard worked was we had gold bars stored at Fort Knox. Mm-hmm. And that's eventually where it went to with when we invented currency, when we invented the dollar, we had it backed by gold. Yep. That's and what he's talking about, the gold standard. Yes. And each gold bar was stamped with the value of the gold bar. Mm-hmm. So a pound of gold or however much the bar weighed was worth a thousand dollars. So if you had a thousand dollars, you could theoretically go to Fort Knox, give them a thousand dollars. They give you a gold bar. Mm-hmm. And it's the general idea you go, you hold on to that gold bar for a while. You go back to Fort Knox, give them the gold bar. They give you a thousand dollars cash. Mm-hmm. And it was balanced. And the way that wealth was increased was we got more gold. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, then it was, which president was it that took us away from uh, the gold standard? Was it FDR? Yeah, I think so. So you have this idea now of, uh, it, it started way back in, you know, years and years ago, this idea ah, that... FDR. Yeah. <laughs> this, you know, back back in FDR, FDR has this this idea that, you know, money should only have value because we say it has value. So he stops backing it with gold. A dollar is a dollar. A dollar is a dollar. Okay. What does that mean? It means nothing. It's a piece of paper with ink on it. If you've ever watched Rick and Morty, Rick completely destroys a planet by going to where their money standard is kept. And on the computer, it says one equals one. And he goes into the computer, deletes the one, and puts a zero. So it's one equals zero. And their entire planet just collapses. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's, that's, that's what FDR did. That's basically. the idea. So now, if you don't have anything backing your dollar, the only thing that gives the dollar value is its uh, scarcity, its rarity. Well, what happens when you then go and just print all the money you want? Your money has no value. It is completely meaningless. And that is what they have done to our currency system. They have completely devalued and completely destroyed the ability that we have to trust in that system by creating this new monetary system where, well, your dollar has value because the government says your dollar has value. Dollar doesn't actually have any value at all. Yeah. Once it was removed, once... It was removed from the gold standard. It was just a piece of paper that everyone trusted had some sort of intrinsic value. Mm -hmm. And it's getting to the point where it has so little value that they can't even trade against it. So now our lovely government is coming out and saying that, uh, oh, you're a government employee. Well, in order to have a pension now, uh, you don't get to save your money. You have to purchase government bonds. Yeah, gov- government bonds are public are for the first time publicly traded now. Mm-hmm. And not only that, but that's they're completely doing away with government pensions, and your pension is purchasing a bond. And uh, 
So you're basically betting money on the roulette table that the government will uphold their bond. That the dollar won't collapse. Yep. And uh, that's your pension now if you work for the government. And before this, the Fed, the Federal Reserve, was the one that bought the bonds. Mm -hmm. The Federal Reserve is not part of the federal government. It's an organization of five large banks. The five largest banks. Yeah. Which are too big to fail, and yet every time the smallest hiccup happens in our economy, what happens? We have to write them a check. We write them a check. And then they print money to cash the check that we give them to pay themselves with interest. Yep. Congratulations. Our entire system is completely wrecked. Now you add on top of that... Joe Biden in his speech said, uh, let's get that $15 minimum wage thing going. And uh, let's create all these jobs. These jobs. It's called inflation. Green green energy. Jobs. 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 That's what you should be thinking when you hear green energy is jobs. Just go learn how to code. Driving around, at least here in the uh, Utah area, pretty much everywhere I go, now hiring, now hiring, now hiring, now hiring. Hiring, no hiring, no hiring, no hiring. Everywhere is... We can't find people. Hiring. Why can't they find people? Well, in Utah, at least, um, unemployment is $543 a week. That equates to $13.57 an hour. So, you could go work at McDonald's for $13 an hour, because I've seen that. I've seen that sign hiring at 13 an hour. Yeah, that's 1357 untaxed. Untaxed. Mm-hmm. No taxes. No taxes. 1357 an hour. So you can go work at McDonald's for 13 an hour and hate your life, flipping burgers and wearing a mask and whatever else you hate about working at McDonald's. Or you could stay home and play video games. Buy some Dogecoin for thirteen fifty seven. It was five what? Five forty three is what I'm seeing. That's the equivalent of about sixteen fifty an hour with standard tax rate. Yeah. Yeah. So now you get if it's a married couple, you get the married couple, both of them firing filing for unemployment. And they get $27 an hour untaxed to not work, to not produce goods, to be sold, to be taxed (laughs) so that the government can make money to actually pay for unemployment. What kind of system is being built right now? That's $55,000 thousand dollars a year for a married couple to do nothing in unemployment to do nothing well they're gonna spend the money somewhere where everyone's not working (laughs) (laughs) they're not going to disneyland because uh that's all closed up might as well be when your incentive (sighs) is to do nothing you're gonna do nothing when your incentive is to get basically the same reward for doing nothing Mm-hmm. You're going to do nothing. Now, if minimum wage goes up to $15 an hour, what does that mean for unemployment? 
means unemployment, unemployment has to go has to up, up to mm-hmm. be more than that. I am of the opinion that unemployment should be a next to nothing because you shouldn't be relying on the government. Like maximum half. Of minimum wage? Yeah. No, if you then, have a minimum wage. No, because then they'll just up the minimum wage. If you tie it see, to... See, that's that's what I first thought. Is this, it should be minimum wage. Then I thought, no, because then no, they'll just up minimum wage. because then they just up the minimum wage. But this is this is the trick. It's it's half of minimum wage if there's no minimum wage. So it's nothing. <laughs> half of nothing is nothing. I, I would be okay with, if you're going to keep it at where, if you don't want to move it, because that's unfair, blah, blah, blah. You only get it for two or three months. Mm-hmm. It's a, it is a transition. Because if you can't find a job in a job market that's hiring everywhere. Literally. In two to three months, you don't deserve to have the life that you're but, living. But then you create a market where there isn't anyone hiring because everybody's actually working. Oh, no. Anyway. <laughs> oh no anyway <laughs> and that's just in utah in florida they're paying people to do interviews at mcdonald's and they're still not getting anyone to be hired I say what now yeah in, so uh, i'm gonna go on vacation to florida <laughs> i'm gonna be right i need, back. I need some extra money i'll McDonald's. be right back <laughs> I'm, I've been sitting here looking at like these research things is like, we'll pay you to come do this stuff. And I'm like, I would love to, but for one, I'm too fat for most of your stuff. And for two, I just don't have the time because I, I have, have a real job. I don't have that much PTO. <laughs> like, like seriously, it's like 12 grand to go sit in a month, like 12 grand untaxed to go for a month to be a guinea pig in somebody else's lab. Like, pff, yeah, I'll go. Yeah, there's... Here, here's the story here. I just pulled it up. One Florida McDonald's offers $50 oh to anyone who interviews for a job. You don't even have to accept the job. You wow. just got to show up for an interview. Wow. And they'll give you 50 bucks. And there's this McDonald's is still not getting anyone to come and work for them. I know about six guys <laughs> whose names all rhyme with Mike that would love... <laughs> It's all right if I sign an X. It's <laughs> only five of us can write. <laughs> you look just like the last guy, but with a do rag on. What? You talking to me? He's my. <laughs> he's my cousin. <laughs> he's my cousin. <laughs> Are you wearing fake teeth? No. 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 Oh, this old thing. No. 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 <laughs> <laughs> um. Let's see what else. What else? What else? Uh, All of the things. But yeah, that that whole speech is just bad news. Mm-hmm. Bad, all of it. bad. It's all about uh, developing more dependency on the government. There's one thing in there where he says uh, uh, all these innovations were made possible because of the government. He pointed to the, the internet. To speak does not make you intelligent. Yeah, he pointed to the internet as one of them. as one of the big ones. Just because Al Gore said on the Senate floor that he made the internet possible doesn't mean that's actually what the story is because it's not. At all. At all. It's a couple of universities, more specifically a couple of guys at a couple of universities that decided they needed a way to share their homework with each other. And so they did. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 
And then the government stepped in and said, hey, what you got there is a good idea. Let us fund your project. Okay. You know, I have found that lack of sleep and desire to cheat are two of the greatest innovators in our country's <laughs> history. <laughs> Along with probably a little bit of weed and some munchies. Yeah, them munchies. <laughs> Especially the last like 80 years. You know, you know like a good portion of the inventions of the last decade were done by some dude that was stoned out of his mind in his garage one night that was like, you know what? I think it'd be cool if we could share our homework on like a secret network that other people couldn't get to. Okay, just when, when you copy it, just change it so it doesn't just look the same. Change it so it doesn't look the same. <laughs> Al Gore comes crashing through the garage door oh, like yeah. the Kool-Aid man. Oh, yeah! <laughs> I heard you were <laughs> trying to invent something. I'm fantastic at changing a couple things so it looks like my work. Yeah. Took a page out of Bill Gates' book. <laughs> what? Um, oh, gosh. Or Steve Jobs. What? Uh, yes, the uh, yes to both. <laughs> the eyes are open, the mouth moves. Wrong one. You're not wrong, Walter. You're just an asshole. <laughs> I like, I, I like reached up and pushed right, right in between, but I was just a little bit too far. It was up. a gamble. <laughs> missed. I uh, missed. Yeah. The uh, either one. They both work. So this autocracy thing, though, is it's not the first time this has popped up in the U.S. The last time it popped up strongly was in the 1930s because. FDR thought that uh, uh, Hitler was the bee's knees. He said, look what Hitler's doing. He's got this Autobahn going. He's got this Volkswagen company thing going. Just ignore the genocide. (laughs) They're making cheap cars because they're forcing Jews to make the cars for free, which is a slavery. Slavery. (laughs) Oh, 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 FDR was racist. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, he, because he, they had kind of similar language back then, too. Of look, Germany is pulling ahead. Look at all this innovation they've got. They've got this technology development, they've got this economy that's you growing. make me wonder what's about to happen with China. And now we have Biden. China's got all this stuff going for them. They're catching up. Russia has all this stuff. They're catching. They're catching up to us. We just see if China can keep their genocide under wraps enough to take over. A it's few a good more thing that none, none, neither of those countries are participating in any kind of genocide against a religious population, especially one named Uyghurs. Yeah, or Christians. Or Christians. It's a good thing because otherwise I'd be terrified of uh, the repetitiveness of history. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. About that. (laughs) FDR's solution was to get the government more involved. And the U.S. was extremely ill-prepared for the 40s. Stop it. Get some help. Yeah. And then... uh, FDR decided to kind of let go of the leash a little bit on federal control 
and the free market started really kicking into gear and it kicked the trash out of Germany and Japan. A blessing, a blessing from the Lord. Yeah. God be praised. Every time the free market is allowed to actually be free, it destroys the competition. Literally destroys the competition. <laughs> yeah. Germany was decades ahead in research on nuclear weapons. We built it first. Sorry. Sorry. It helps that Einstein defected and came to the U.S. and helped us out. But he defected and came to the U.S. to help us out because he knew Germany was crazy. Yeah. 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 They might be trying to screw me. Well, of course they're trying to screw you. The, the British had a head start on radar. And they gave everything they had to us. And we made it better. Like we've said before, if the U.S. does not invent the thing, it makes it better mm -hmm. and cheaper. During the coronavirus thing, everyone was all panicking because we didn't have enough ventilators. Or as Barack Obama put it, inhalators. <laughs> um, didn't have enough ventilators. So what did the free market do so the government pointed out the problem said we're running out of ventilators we won't have enough ventilators to cover everything they're extremely expensive to produce and well i guess i'm a, making ventilators now and <clears throat> take a long time to make the free market who doesn't want to be locked down says well hey if this will help free things up here's a ventilator for 20 bucks right and it worked some cases better than the actual thousands dollars machines in the hospitals. <laughs> but no, let's uh, let's increase taxes. Let's, um, but he's not increasing taxes, but he is. <clears throat> it isn't it convenient though. And all of his plans last night, or not last night, the uh, last week, you know. It would happen over the course of eight years. Sounds awful convenient for someone that's only going to be in office for eight years. Hmm. And the taxes aren't going to affect you if you're making less than eight years is awfully optimistic. <laughs> he doesn't know that yet. <laughs> He's the only one. <laughs> he doesn't know that yet. Um, <laughs> but then, but then on top of that, he says, uh, you know, that the taxes are being increased on anyone making over four hundred thousand dollars. But anybody under four hundred thousand dollars doesn't have to pay a penny. And I'm did, holding he, him to that. He did flub that one up in Georgia the next day. Uh, <laughs> uh, but that seems awful convenient because the salary for the president of the United States is. Uh, Four hundred thousand dollars. Four hundred thousand dollars. Oh, huh. legal salary. Legal salary. Yes, legal salary. Being the operative <laughs> word. <laughs> very, very convenient uh, timing of all of all that and placement, and also, um. Oh, I just lost it. Yep, I guess not. Also, uh, oh, oh, 
Oh. Whenever a progressive proposes a law or a bill, it is safe to think that the exact opposite of the title of the bill is what's going to happen. The Patriot Act. <coughs> the oh, sorry. Uh, the American <clears throat> Families Plan. <clears throat> the Right to Organize Act. That one. <laughs> the Green New Deal. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That one, actually, you can take word for word. <laughs> we know what the New Deal is. <laughs> Which makes this one not really... It's not a deal. New. Not a deal. It's definitely not a deal. And it's deal. not really new. It's just got more <laughs> and money And if you really look it. at it, it's really not green either. <laughs> nah. 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 So... None of the above? Yeah, so Joe Biden... He he thinks it's absurd that it thinks parts for windmills and stuff are made in China and not the U.S. And he wants to bring that all to the U.S. And what better way to bring it all to the U.S. than to increase the corporate tax rate? <laughs> There's no reason. There's no reason why it can't be made here. Which is why I'm proposing to increase the corporate tax rate. You keep using the word. I don't think it means what you think it means. He talked about, he also talked about some of these same companies avoiding paying taxes because they go overseas, they go to tax havens and all this stuff. So he's going to close all those loopholes and raise the corporate tax rate to make them pay their fair share. So you're going to make them not be in the U.S. Kind of like how Ford moved its operations to Mexico uh, a few months ago. Oh, Mexico has a better corporate tax rate than the U.S. Yeah. Under Biden's leadership. Huh. Huh. But it's okay because Ford is getting that giant check for building electric cars for the federal government to replace its entire fleet with electric cars. And they're paying the taxes to Mexico. Huh? But <sighs> on top of that, he wants to raise the. Uh, he talked about. I think this is in uh, his Georgia rally. He talked about uh, making it so uh, tax on investments is the same as income. So whatever your income tax is, your investments will be taxed as such. But I did. I did. I put my investments in after taxes. Yeah, it's still getting taxed. It's getting taxed again. We're just going to tax that. What happens if I lose money on my investment? Oh, and I, I believe he said somewhere that he wants to increase the estate tax. So when you die, all the stuff that you've already been taxed on multiple times to finally hand down to your children is going to be taxed at north of 50%, which is cool. Because heaven forbid that somebody make a living and do well at life to if you go and their watch, children something. If you go and watch his stupid speech, he talks about how there's no reason why Americans shouldn't be able to leave behind something for their children. 
then why are you raising taxes on things that I leave behind for my children? <laughs> why are you making it so I can't leave behind anything for my children? Because you take half of it and the other half of it is ends up paying for my funeral. Yeah. <sighs> so, yeah. In a rebuttal to uh, Biden's thing, Tim Scott, um, Senator Tim Scott, gave a speech and the... the key part of his speech was America is not a racist country because that's something else that Biden said in his speech was he praised the cops especially the ones on January 6th uh, most police are very heroic and perform their duties and all this stuff and blah 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 praise 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 the next sentence America is systemically racist well are the cops racist or are they not which is it? <laughs> and Tim Scott comes out and says, uh, no, America is not a racist country. And liberals, in order to prove him wrong, proceeded to call him all sorts of racist things. White <laughs> women liberals, to prove him wrong, were extremely racist on air towards him. Yeah, this was uh, Tiffany Cross. She's not a white liberal, but... Oh, I was thinking... Yeah, this, this is one I pulled up first. and discrimination does not exist. Don't worry. I'll wait. Hold on. This is actually important. And anyone name a political, social, or economic institution in America where widespread disparities and discrimination does not exist? Don't worry. I'll wait. Yeah. Every single state except New York and California. And probably Illinois. Mostly Chicago. And in New York and California, it's mostly New York City and then Los Angeles, San Diego, San Francisco. You know, the major population areas that are controlled by Democrats. Huh. Um, yeah. And all of this Asian uh, hate crime stuff that's spreading like wildfire across the U.S. seems to be concentrated a lot in a lot of the same cities I just mentioned. Anyway, not, not that that matters to this guy. Anyway. This is Michael Harriet, by the way. That's Such that. a great question from my friend, The Roots, Michael Harriet, and I actually have an answer. Oh. The hollow institution that resides inside Republican Senator Tim Scott's head. No racism there, and apparently no sense either. This week, the sole black Republican in the Senate sounded a stone fool when he said this. That's head. Oh. The sole black Republican in the Senate. How many black senators are on the Democrat side? Two. Hmm. Granted, that's double what the Republicans have, but double of one isn't really a lot. That's valid. <laughs> no racism there, and apparently no sense either. This week, the sole black Republican in the Senate... Now be warned, this is... When he said that this is going to be the pot calling the kettle... Well, black. Black. <laughs> Hear me clearly. America is not a racist country. 
Let's be clear. Tim Scott does not represent any constituency other than the small number of sleepy, slow-witted sufferers of Stockholm Syndrome Look at the who conservatives get elevated she to hates. for repeating a false narrative about this country that makes conservative white people feel comfortable. Because when you speak an uncomfortable truth, like Nicole Hannah-Jones, the party that Scott's claims is... Nicole Hannah-Jones, the creator of the 1619 Project. She's got a little headline there. The six, the, from the Gazette, 1619 Project creator, Nicole Hannah-Jones says reparations for slavery must still be made. Progressive historians debunked the 1619 Project to such a degree that Nicole Hannah-Jones had to change the description of the 1619 Project to not be history anymore, but to be what would it be like if this happened? Because the 1619 Project is bullshit. Yeah, like we said last week, if you didn't catch it in, uh, uh, what was the episode? Racism is woven in. We shared a story towards the end of the episode that dismantles the foundation of the 1619 Project, which is slaves arriving in Virginia in 1619. Just one, one historical story dismantles the entire project. I digress. Is not racist, gets big mad, and tries to silence you. Just this week, Senate Minority Leader Mitch McConnell asked Education Secretary Miguel Cardona to scrap teaching the 1619 Project in schools because it would reorient the view of American history. Uh, yeah, yeah, because it, cause it does, according to the 1619 Project. Lucky for McConnell, he has his own tap dancer to try and reorient oh, the view of America Tim for him. Tim Scott's the tap dancer. There were so many contradictions in the senator's speech that it was clear not even Scott believed the words he was speaking. I could go into great detail refuting each of his Do asinine it. points. I Do dare it. you. He did that for me. And moreover, a How do you know someone does not actually have any points to make? Because they say a phrase like, I could go into great detail about x and then don't oh so you have no evidence to support what you're saying cool Listen, i've learned don't argue with people harriet tubman would have left behind and sure oh. tim scott has spoken out about his encounters with law pretty enforcement. sure he she wouldn't bill in the anybody Senate. behind but no. there are two sides <laughs> to every token so thirsty for white approval, this dude actually oh, stood on the national stage to defend the voter suppression law in Georgia, even though it as of last month, 361 bills were being introduced in 47 states to keep people who look like him out of the ballot box. The ability... Show me in the Georgia law where it says that. This is the most disgusting thing. I have actually sat through and watched as far as just the vitriol here. Like, unfounded claims, the s racial slurs. She referred to him as a token. And a tap dancer. And a for tap the Republican dancer. Party. Like, how do they get away with this bullshit? Right here. See if, this in the corner? MSNBC. Corporate if media. If any 
conservative were to say anything like that about, about anybody. About her. Because you could everything she's saying about him, you could say about her. Yeah. He's just repeating things to make and, white people feel good. Any just, conservative ah. that were to say the same thing about her would get immediately railroaded. Drummed out of office. In fact, there's a Texas Democrat that said uh, Tim Scott is the Oreo for the uh, Republican Party. Greg Abbott put his foot down and said, you damn well better resign. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> and he Seriously, did. Seriously, because... This- the entire state of Texas rallied against him. That is that is such horse shit to say that kind of thing about one of like really? Yeah. Holy hell. And because and did you see this that, is all because he does not think the way that and, she thinks. And it gets worse because they're the like MSNBC's followers and shit just carry it on everywhere else. Uncle Tim was trending on Twitter. Yeah. How do you get away with that without getting banned? Yeah. After all the the Donald Trump tweets the out piddly little shit that we get banned for all the time. Donald Trump tweets out, "We love you. Go home. Knock it off." And he's banned forever from Twitter. People uh, are blatantly racist against a sitting senator. That's eh, fine because he's got an R next to his name, which means racist. I guess. Right? Is that how that works? To shame the Apparently. ancestors and appease the oppressors all in one speech, that's extreme. Though not quite like the domestic violent extremism that the Department of Homeland Security is investigating within its own ranks, mind you. Yeah. But please, Senator, say more about how unracist the country is while you trot out that tired line about going from cotton to Congress to clown. Perhaps this was merely Senator Scott's audition to be Sam Jackson's understudy in the film Django, because as a descendant of the enslaved and damn near a daily survivor of institutional racism, I can assure you, the question, is America a racist country, is one that has been asked and answered many times over. Yet, we still love America. Not for what it was, but for what it could be. Yeah, you don't on love America. On this one, you're not no. only on the wrong side of the aisle, Senator Scott, but you're embarrassingly on the wrong side of history as well. No. We'll try to figure no. out what exactly the GOP stands for after the break. Uh, no, you're a hack. You... Tiffany Cross are a liberal progressive hack and you repeat all of their talking points without doing any of your own homework. You just read the prompter. Prove me wrong. Oh, wait. You won't because you could go into detail, but eh, can't be sharing all that detail. Joy Behar, the most improperly named woman I've ever met. Not met, but seen heard about uh to tim scott she said you don't understand the difference between a racist country and systemic racism it's just uh joy joy okay i swear if i hear one more liberal white woman telling black people what racism is (laughs) i'm I'm gonna snap on somebody you're (laughs) You're black. You don't know what racism is. Like, for freaking real, man. (laughs) Excuse the hell out of me. Pardon? Okay, of all of the people on any news channel 
that have a right to talk about this. She is like on the bottom of the list. Didn't she dress in blackface? She did. She, okay. she did. Right. And she, she categorized it as, um, oh, what was it? It was uh, 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 dressing as a, a beautiful black woman and wearing makeup that was a little bit darker than her skin color. Oh, that's okay. <laughs> that's fine. But Megan Kelly just asking a question seriously though, like about blackface, and she's banned from TV. Right, right to free speech and all that. She can say whatever the hell she wants, but of like, I once had somebody explain to me what mansplaining was, and and I think liberal woman'splaining actually fits very well in that definition as well. Oh. It- <laughs> It fits a lot better than I've heard for mansplaining. I know, right? I've been called out for mansplaining, and my mansplaining was, here's the source for what I'm saying. (laughs) And I got called out for mansplaining and unfriended and blocked. Yeah. Yeah. You made a claim. I made a defense. You rebuttaled my defense. I provide source. I'm now mansplaining. Okay. Good talk. Good talk. Uh, yeah. Well, let's see. Okay, a simple wrong would have done just fine, but... Uh... No, it wouldn't have, because uh, <laughs> I was right. <laughs> How do I know I was right? I know I was right, because much like What's-Her-Face from the last video, I could go into extreme detail, but... <laughs> I'd have to actually look... <laughs> I could go into extreme detail, but then I would actually have to have sources and actually have studied any of this. To Who has time it. for that? Who has time for that? Bipartisanship is an obsession with the Republicans right now that Biden is not reaching. No, it's not. Yeah, no. It, it, it is it's not. I don't care about bipartisanship. I, I would argue if a poll was done right now of Republican voters, the majority would not care a dime about bipartisanship right now. Because look what you're doing in the last 100 days. I don't want none of that. Uh Uh-oh. Especially when Republicans say, well, you want infrastructure? Okay, here's exactly the amount you have set aside for the actual infrastructure. Let's vote on that. Nope, can't do that. Can't do that. Or the uh, Asian hate crime law thing that they're so proud about. You can't discriminate against Asian people. Seems like that's already a law on the books. You can't discriminate against someone because of the color of their skin color of their skin or their race or whatever. But anyway, Ted Cruz calls them out and adds an amendment to the bill that universities can't uh, reject someone because they're Asian. And every Democrat voted against the amendment. You know, I, I heard the handle go down a little while ago, and I'm starting to get dizzy from the swirl. <laughs> Roll for initiative. <laughs> ...across the aisle, okay? And yet... When he says, Biden, we're on track to cutting child poverty in half, you look around that chamber and nobody on the... That's a great screen grab right there. I like that. That's perfect. Hold on. Hold on. on. I need need to snip this. Hold on. 
I, I snippy snip. Anyway. <laughs> Unike, snip, snip. <laughs> Gentlemen, I wash my hands of this weirdness. <laughs> and magically uh, we have our screen grab. Anyway, um, going to ch- cut child... Uh, poverty in half. I I want to know, isn't there laws against? Uh, um, aren't there laws against child labor? Yes. So why are children poor? Because their families are poor. Oh, their parents. Yes. Oh, so the child themselves is not actually. Uh, I would I would assume not since I don't think they since actually they're have not earning a census income children wealth but you okay. know whatever okay okay not that I ever paid attention to child labor laws I wanted to work so I went to work uh, does not spark joy does not spark joy yeah <laughs> <laughs> Uh, All right, anyway. <sighs> the Republican side is standing or clapping. Does that mean that they are for child poverty? When he says that he wants... Hold on, the Democrats were Stop standing it. at the same time, idiot. <laughs> Clean Seriously, water. Though. And Kevin McCarthy is sitting on his hands and not reacting. Does Kevin McCarthy like dirty water? Maybe he should, uh, you know, campaign on that. Dirty... Or maybe Kevin McCarthy didn't want to stand up every time everyone's standing up. Or maybe Joe Biden gave the most boring presidential speech ever given, which is why Ted Cruz fell asleep. <laughs> oh my gosh! Did you see the meme with the my pillow with the my pillow? Yes. <laughs> Sets the pillow behind my, Mike Lindell sneaking a pillow behind Ted Cruz. Oh, dude, I lost it. I was laughing so hard. It was so funny. <laughs> Anyway. Water for everybody. As far as, and then the other thing I have to say is I thought it was brilliant. I thought Biden was incredibly warm and, and presidential and just great. And to see those two beautiful, intelligent, brilliant women behind him. What about the intelligent, brilliant woman that used to be sitting Sometimes. in the stands every time that uh, Donald Trump gave a speech that could speak multiple languages, owned her own businesses? And was a fashion model. And was vilified and just crucified by the media for four years. Yeah, and who got to where she was, not because of Donald Trump. Donald Trump met her because she got to where she was. Mm-hmm. She wouldn't have met Donald Trump if she wasn't already in that area of stuff, of having her own fashion line, speaking multiple languages, being extremely intelligent, and being a model. That's when Donald Trump met her, is after she already accomplished all these things. Kamala Harris has a very questionable upbringing in her rise to power. And uh, Nancy Pelosi has been a politician her entire life. Woo! Didn't forget. Just don't care. Yeah. <laughs> Makes me feel like a real... I just felt wonderful. Now, Tim Scott... Also, Joy, he, I don't, I don't want to break your heart. Seem- I don't want to break your heart, Joy, but... Technically, Donald Trump had the first woman pre- vice president because 
Kamala Harris was sworn in before Joe Biden was sworn in, which means that for a couple of minutes, Kamala Harris was Donald Trump's vice president. (laughs) That's terrible. Donald Trump had the first gay cabinet member and had the first female vice president. Technically. Technically. And a technicality. <laughs> to understand, and a lot of them don't seem to understand, the difference between um, a racist country and a systemic ra- and systemic racism. They don't seem to get the difference. Yes, maybe it's not a racist country. Maybe Americans, the majority, are not racist. But we live maybe? in a country with... Maybe? Maybe! If you get out of your little liberal echo chamber, you'll probably find a lot less racist people. This needs more cowbell. <laughs> if only. Systemic if only. racism. We discussed it this week again already about housing and about education and, 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 and all of the things that are important to people. Housing implemented by Democrats destroys black families. Education implemented by Democrats destroys black families. What other... Beneficial program do you have, Joy, that was implemented by Democrats and has destroyed black families? Entitlements. Oh, destroyed black black families. Food stamps? Destroyed black families. Work boots. Probably helped them a little bit. (laughs) (laughs) Not established by Democrats either. Nah. In fact, I believe it was, was... invented the work boot no i have to google to the rabbit hole he goes (laughs) and and the fact that tim scott cannot acknowledge this is 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 appalling how can you go out there and say that when you just said two minutes ago that you were the the object and the the victim of discrimination and then he says that this is not a racist country yeah because he went through all of that and he knows the difference he was there when the Civil Rights Act became a thing and racism was basically swept away. Civil Rights Act, by the way, not supported by Democrats. Supported by Republicans. Slavery, supported by Democrats upheld in a Democrat-controlled Supreme Court that slavery was constitutional multiple times. But please, Joy, tell me how the Republicans and black people who are Republican are wrong because they don't understand the difference between your progressive agenda and everything else. Please acknowledge that there is systemic racism. That's what I wanted to hear from him, and he didn't say it. Bipartisanship is Please a- acknowledge a lie. Acknowledge the lie. Uh, he did. He said that it's not. So, and by the way... I love how she said that that's what she wanted to hear. Yeah. She like, wanted him to acknowledge that just, there is Just because racism. you want someone to say something to... Believe the lie. Believe the lie. To so, validate your falsehood? I'm not going to validate what I believe is a lie. I'm not going to endorse bad behavior because you will continue to do the bad behavior. 
and if there was systemic racism, because this this all started because of George Floyd last year. This all went out of control with the George Floyd thing because Eric Chauvin was a racist police officer who killed a black man because he was black and the police officer was white and had a thing to kill black people. The only problem with that is even the... Ha. Sorry. Continue on. <laughs> you found the end of the rabbit hole? <laughs> I found more rabbit hole. Oh. Uh, yes. Because even the prosecution, the attorney general for the state, who is not at all a friend of uh, conservative thought, admitted that they had nothing to point to Eric Shelvin being a racist. Otherwise, they would have brought it up in court. But they brought up nothing in court for him being a racist. The final verdict was all based on bad policing practices, bad personal choices, things like that. Actually, it wasn't even bad policing practices. It was just he made a mistake. Because, and it wasn't bad policing practices, but the uh, Biden administration, the Department of Justice, is investigating the police force and their training but it wasn't the police force's training. <laughs> so, so you want to hear the rabbit hole? Yeah, take us to the hole. So, uh, work boots as we know them today originated uh-huh. from the Sabot, which is, or sa- Sabot, I had no idea how to Sabo? pronounce that, it, which is the wooden clogs from France and the surrounding area, like the Netherlands, Belgium, Italy, Eh. whatever. You know, those like novelty ones that they still sell. So they used to wear those as work boots to protect their feet. Makes sense. Mostly farmers and stuff like that. But then during the Industrial Revolution, they started wearing them in the um, factories and stuff like that. Right. It's also where the word sabotage came from. Because... It was, um, sabotage comes from uh, a disgruntled worker who willfully damaged workplace machinery. So they called it sabotage because the workers wore the sabots. (laughs) They'd stick their boot in the machine, basically. So so it was was basically the the word was just a, a metaphor for the fact that the worker was the one breaking things. So the French they, are weird. The the Sabbath was the the like I, I guess uh, representation of the working class, the right. work boot, right? And and so that's where the word sabotage came from. All right. Uh, so there you go. All right. That's what I found. I still don't know who made them, who invented it. <laughs> But, I mean, boots and stuff have been around for forever, so who knows, but... What about the modern steel-toe boot? What about that? The modern steel-toe boot? I can look that one up. Yeah, see, that that's probably more the answer you were initially looking for, I, I bet. But this was fun, nonetheless. It was. <laughs> There's your slice of history for the day. <laughs> the more you know. Um, let's see. Uh... Oh, kind of related to those two videos. Uh, the Biden administration is partnering with private firms to monitor extremist, extremist chatter online uh, because the government can't legally do it unless it's the post office. 
<laughs> Apparently. <laughs> the origin of the steel toe boot is also lost to history. Boo! It can be traced to at least the start of the 20th century when industrial safety became an issue. But they don't know who actually created it. All right, then. It'll go down in history with the Alamo, I guess. I guess. Um, yeah, so, so from CNN, and of course, the picture that they have is... Oh, that's, that's the wrong one. That's the wrong one. That's embarrassing. The picture that they have is the January 6th uh, riot on the Capitol. Um, the Department of Homeland Security is limited in how it can monitor citizens online without justification and is banned from activities like assuming false identities to gain access to private measure messaging apps used by extremist groups such as the Proud Boys or Oath Keepers or um, Antifa or BLM. Maybe if you want to actually, if you want to actually write a headline like this, CNN, maybe uh, do a little bit of both. Maybe, maybe. Um, instead, federal authorities can only browse through unprotected information on social media sites like Twitter and Facebook. If you put public, they can see it. If you put friends only or private, uh, they can't see it. Quote unquote. <laughs> they can't see it. <laughs> Instead, a source familiar with the effort said it's not that about... That again? Yeah. Said it's not about decrypting data, but rather using outside entities who can legally access these private groups to gather large amounts of information that could help DHS identify key narratives as... Okay, so... The government... The, law. I am the, law. the federal government legally can't spy on you because, I don't know, something about the Fourth Amendment being secure in your persons, right? Is it the Fourth um so but twitter they can look at your stuff and if they happen to tell us something then we have to act on this extremist action that they were privy to <sighs> the government can't spy on you the government can't just walk into your house and see what you're doing but if your neighbor that you invited in is a little suspicious of what you've got going on. They can leave your house, call the government. The government can show up at your house with whatever warrant they need to look around and find whatever thing is offending them. Um, but yeah, it, uh, in response to CNN story, Department of Homeland Security said it is not partnering with private firms to surveil suspected domestic terrorists online and it is blatantly false to suggest that the department is using outside firms to circumvent its legal limits is it all of our work to address the threat of domestic terrorism is done consistent with the constitution and other appreciable blah 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 yeah they're not <laughs> we're not working with other firms we just kind of put out a thing that if we have something let us know <laughs> just like they're not going to take your firearms away they're just going to increase the tax on firearms they're going to increase the tax on <sighs> ammunition so it's just harder to get you can still get it it's just harder <laughs> yeah yeah we'll end on a we'll end on a high note here Actually, one more thing before the high note on the tax thing. So Biden said that uh, he's 
in his thing, he's going to tax corporations. And this is something progressives do all the time is it's not a tax on you. It's a tax on the corporations, which is a tax on you, which is a tax on you. So when you go to the store and you buy something, then at the end of the receipt, it says sales tax. That's what the store has to pay to the government for making a sale. It's not what you have to pay for buying something. It's not a buy tax. It's a sales tax. You didn't, you did not sell the gallon of milk to the store. The store sold the gallon of milk to you. And in so doing, incurs a tax from the government to sell the milk. But you have to pay that tax. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's how it works every time. Yeah. <laughs> you notice that when you buy things, the price that they put on it isn't the price that you pay. It's because they have to charge you the tax that they get charged. And this drives people in Europe crazy when they come here because they see it's $3. They go and ring it up. All right, that'll be uh, 350 It says $3. Yeah, there's sales tax. But I didn't sell it. <laughs> no, we sold it to you, so you're paying what we have to pay for that. <laughs> In Europe, we just put what the actual price is. We technically do, too. We're just idiots and sheepily go along with whatever we're told. Anyway, on a high note, Mitt Romney thought it would be a good idea to show up at the uh, Utah GOP convention. <laughs> and uh, it didn't... Uh, it didn't end well. I'm sorry, but you've thrown off the emperor's groove. Sorry! <laughs> exactly. There <laughs> <sighs> uh, he goes. So what do you think of President Biden's first hundred days, huh? So, it's hard to hear. The first thing he says is, what do you think of Biden's first 100 days, huh? And I, he kind of chuckles because I think he thinks the boos are kind of about that. But I think he also realized the boos happened before he said that. <laughs> before he stepped up, yeah. <laughs> Thank, you. Thank you. Thank you. It's mixed. There's some, there's a little bit of clapping. He's pointing at the four people that are clapping. Thank you. I love you, random citizen. Man, that guy in the back hates him. Oh. <laughs> yeah. He's making his voice heard. Yeah. So what do you think about President Biden's first 100 days? Tries again. Didn't he already say that? He tried again. Yeah, that's part of the problem is you let his character issues get in the way of his policy. And not only that, but 
you let your personal feelings get in the way of your representation. Yeah. You weren't supposed to vote what you think is right. You're supposed to vote what you think your constituents want. Yeah. Jackass. Especially when you were voted in riding on Trump's coattails. Yeah. That means your constituents like that you like Trump. And then, at the first chance you get, you stab him in the back. You slimy worm. Show the senator respect. He's got to earn it. (laughs) Just because he's got the title doesn't mean he's earned the respect. Just because Joe Biden is president does not mean I respect the man. I will respect the office. I will not respect the man. Yeah. Until he has earned my respect. I respect the office because of presidents like George Washington, John Adams, Thomas Jefferson, uh, Abraham Lincoln, those kinds of Ronald Reagan. Ronald Reagan. I respect the office because of what those guys did, because they earned my respect. I have yet to give my respect to you, Mr. Romney. Aren't you embarrassed? No, not a little bit. And I'm also no fan of the president's... And this is... It's, uh, Cox tries to step in and rescue the senator. Yeah, and this is... Uh, to be clear, harassing him on a plane, not so cool. Yeah. Harassing him when he's walking on the street, not so cool. Showing up to his house to harass him, not, not very cool. cool. Not all right. No. It's not okay. <laughs> At a convention where the party that he represents, yeah. Yeah, let him know how you feel. Verbally. Don't actually go up and attack him or anything like that because uh, that's a crime. <laughs> yeah, that's not okay. <laughs> that's, that's bad. And now uh, Cox to the rescue after he uh, tweeted out something about how the jazz isn't racist for being racist. Yeah, sure. My friends, this is the moment I was talking about. Please, thank you. Show respect. That wasn't Cox. That was a... I don't know who he was. You can boo all you like, said Romney. I've been a Republican all my life. By name. My dad was the governor of Michigan. And look at where that's yeah, at that's now. A, that's a great place. And I was a Republican nominee for president 2012. Yeah. Most everyone regrets you Voting being. for you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was the outgoing party chairman that stepped up. Uh, let's see. Uh, he's, aren't you embarrassed? Romney asked the crowd at one point. Yeah. Um, he, this was, uh, um, <laughs> what's, oh yeah. Cox was there too, but he, he was a different talk that also received booze. Yeah. Um, what's even more fun with this is Mitt Romney barely squeaked out from being censored by the party. It's just, he should have been barely. <laughs> I have a feeling he's not getting reelected. I hope uh, he doesn't. Well, I won't be voting for him, so. Nah. 
that because, again, he hasn't earned my respect. Mike Lee has earned Mike my Lee respect. will be receiving every vote I can possibly give him. I got one of those survey phone calls for politics. It was about senators and stuff here in Utah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and what do you think of this person? Uh, I don't really know him. What if I told you this person said this? That sounds bad, but I'd have to actually look at their policies to give to confirm that. <laughs> what about Mike Lee? Absolutely voting. <laughs> Absolutely <laughs> love the man. Any further questions involving Mike Lee, just assume it is going to be in the positive. <laughs> yeah, just, just mark down every question just, you have for Mark just Lee, max Mike out Lee that in five. the uh, the uh, <laughs> That's just five put a, star put rating. A line right straight down all the fives for Mike Lee. <laughs> Do I agree with him 100%? No. No. But, but I feel like he has done a fantastic and phenomenal yes. job. I don't expect to agree with everyone 100%. No. Mike doesn't like coconut. I like coconut. I don't like coconut. That's You're what I, right. That's what I said. Exactly. We disagree on we that. We disagree on coconut. And yet here we are doing a stupid podcast together. Exactly. Yeah. We can overcome it's our differences. Fine. Is it a fundamental difference? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> that just means if I make coconut treats, I get to eat all of them. That's right. <laughs> as well as the no-bake cookies. I don't put coconut in my no-bake cookies. Yes, but oatmeal is gross and everything. So, Oh, well then, twofer. <laughs> twofer. <laughs> <laughs> you can now put coconut in your no bite cookies and realize that I won't eat them anyway. Winning. <laughs> and that's that's the other thing that's awesome is that Mike Lee was also there and addressed the crowd and received a warm reception. Yeah. <laughs> because Mike Lee actually does his job. Does his job. Well, he ran on a platform and he sticks to that platform. If you're, if you present a platform to the voters and the voters vote for you on that platform and you stray from that platform, Romney, they start to not like you very much. Yeah. Especially when your platform is in line with the only person that seemed to be holding back all this madness that we're now facing. Yeah, they're not going to like you when you show up. Not going to like you, you at all. You can't be one of the people smashing the dam with a sledgehammer and expect the people in the I'm valley to appreciate your work. <laughs> Just saying. I've been a Republican my whole life. Yeah, Benedict Arnold was a colonial, uh, colonialist his whole life, too. <laughs> <laughs> we all know how that turned out. He ended up getting a spy that ended the war for the British. What? <laughs> Check our last episode. Yep. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah, that's... Uh, I think there's a couple more that I missed, but eh, we're running late. What was, what was the one I missed? Uh, oh, the Mascus Theater. Yeah, we all know that. But the uh, White House spokesperson lady, I don't know, the gal that makes sure that Biden gets his pudding on time, <laughs> admits to it. <laughs> to CNN, Jake Tapper actually asked some kind of hard questions. It's almost as if CNN isn't getting the access to the president that they thought they would get. 
So they're asking tough questions every once in a while. Scattered showers of journalism is starting to turn into a <laughs> full-on storm. <laughs> it's slowly, but it's getting there. Oh, did you see... Uh, I don't think we talked about this yet, but the California officially has the votes needed to proceed forward with the recall. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, poor Newsom. Poor <laughs> Gavin. Yeah. Gavin, yeah. Gavin, no, Gavin. I don't feel any pity for that man. None. <laughs> Zero. Zip. Zero. Ozilch. Yeah, that's a... Uh, that's the news. Next week will probably be full of worse stuff. <laughs> the way this keeps going. Oh, it it's 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 so bad. It's, it's like like every week I think I'm I'm just sitting there like I mean it's just going to continue to slide downhill, but is it going to go faster or worse than it is right now or is it just going <laughs> to Does the accelerator yeah. have more room Does, to go down or is it maxed out? I am pretty sure the pedal's already touching the floorboard, so why does it seem like every week it just the the hill is getting steeper and gets, steeper. <laughs> No, I, I said, and, the and then the other part of me is like, at some point, it's got to stop. I don't know if I want to be there when it does. <laughs> <laughs> Remember, it's not the speed that kills you. It's the sudden it's, it's stop. The sudden, it's the sudden stop at the bottom. <laughs> uh, I said at the beginning of the year, uh, let's make this year the year of the people. Seems strange that the federal government is doing everything it can, apparently, visually, to make it as not the year of the people as possible when you have Joe Biden saying, we the people are the government. Um, but if you want to look up some good stories, you can go to South Lake, Texas, where uh, parents rose up and completely demolished progressives running for school board there because they found out that the school board illegally voted to implement uh, critical race theory in the schools at Southlake to the point where two school board members are in jail now because of it. And uh, the parents said, nah, that's not happening. And in case you don't know, you can go check this story out too. Southlake school system has zero race inequality in test results. Everyone's scoring high. Doesn't matter if they're black, white, poor. <laughs> poor kids can be just as bright, just as smart as... Uh, as white kids? kids? Yeah. In the immortal words <laughs> of Joe Biden. our great and glorious leader, President Biden, may he yep. live eternally. Yeah, so you got stories like that. You got, there's little pockets of stories everywhere. There's the uh, farmers are suing the Biden administration for racial uh, disparaging because if you're white, you can't apply for a loan as a farmer for one of their new laws. Well, that seems a little racist. Racist? Yeah. Uh, Only a lot of racist. Yeah. 
Florida is the most free state in the union now. Uh, Didn't see that one coming. No. (laughs) Did not see that one coming. (laughs) Who had Florida's freest state on their apocalyptic (laughs) bingo? Apocalyptic bingo. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, DeSantis just signed a handful of laws. It's all right. Texas is finally freer than Utah. So they passed their their constitutional carry. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Greg Abbott's really good at doing what other governors are doing. He's, he used right. to take the lead, and now he's just kind of following along. But yeah, in, in Florida, DeSantis just signed a bunch of things and rescinded executive orders surrounding COVID stuff. Uh, businesses aren't allowed to discriminate because you don't have a vaccine. Good. And I think he made the uh, vaccine passport thing illegal too. Yep. Pas- the passport's illegal. Uh, if there's rioting going on, you're going to jail if you're rioting. Good, as it should be. Um, if you're stuck in rioting, you can plow on through them. Good, <laughs> as it should be. <laughs> and of course, all of that stuff is racist. But, you know, when you have no evidence to support your rebuttal to something, just call it racist because don't have to prove that someone's racist, but they have to prove that they're not racist. <laughs> Innocent until proven not guilty? Yeah, Wait. tell that to Chauvin. Um, Ooh. <laughs> low blow. Huh. Mistrial. Um, yeah, that's, that's, that's happening. The, most likely. Well, hopefully. It should happen because that There's was bad a shit show and, uh, from the beginning. You know, Joe Biden, the most popular president in U.S. history, which is why he garnered just barely more viewers than the Oscars on his speech, 11 and a half million. Meanwhile, the uh, uh, NFL draft happened and 12.6 million people tuned in to watch a bunch of college kids get million-dollar contracts with various football teams. They found that more entertaining than watching the president of the United States talk about autocracy being better than quote democracy. We're not democracy. Republic. Yeah. But yeah, this year can still be the year of the people. You just have to fight back. Fight like hell, as a certain Crowder commentator would say. Um because the government will do this, that, and the other and try to ruin your life. But in the end, if you think the American dream is dead, it's because you have given up on your dream. Yep. So the American spirit is, I will accomplish my dream no matter what the obstacle is. I will find a way to go over, under, around, or through the obstacle to achieve my dream. That is what has made America the greatest country in the world because it's filled with people who... Do not stop because someone with authority says they need to stop. Yeah. Yeah. And it's going to be get, It's going to suck if all this stuff keeps moving forward the way it is. But Sunday will come. We just celebrated Easter a while ago. Sunday will come. 
No, I'm not saying God is coming. Although, uh, <laughs> I wouldn't frown on it. <laughs> One of my buddies the other day was like, you know, the best part of all this is that I know that, you know, as all this stuff goes sideways and whatever, it just means that we're that much closer to the second coming. And I was like, I don't, I don't want that. You, you realize what happens before that point, right? I don't want to live through that. <laughs> I don't want to be a part of that. Don't I've, put that evil on me, Ricky Bobby. I'm, I've, I've gotten to the point where I'm fine with living through that. But I don't want to live through that thinking that I did nothing to try to prevent it. <laughs> There's that. Because I feel like that judgment will be harsher <laughs> than, <laughs> you knew this was coming? Yeah, and you did nothing to try to stop it? Well, that's what was supposed to happen, right? Yeah, but you still could have tried. You could have tried. <laughs> so my brownies were almost done, and <laughs> I had to come sooner than expected. <laughs> my excuse is just going to be, look, cardio was involved. Cardio. I just... <laughs> I just can't. Look at me. Look I just, at me. I just don't. <laughs> it's, have you seen me? You know me. <laughs> you know me. <laughs> yeah. <sighs> Thanks for listening. Thanks for watching the two or three of you that watch on the YouTubes. It won't upload to Rumble. I don't know why. I don't know why either. It's dumb. Yeah. Unless it's a really short thing. Then it'll upload to Rumble. Um, we yeah. should check out Locals and see if we can get it on there. Yeah. We're, we're thinking of doing a Locals thing. Maybe do a thing where we do what we do, and then we'll do a little extra thing that we put on Locals, and you can catch it there. Yeah. Don't maybe. know what that would be exactly yet, and it might be us talking crap about the Star Wars sequels or something. I don't know. <laughs> That's because the Star Wars sequels are trash. Well, don't insult trash like that. <laughs> <laughs> not wrong. You are not Anyways, wrong. that's all. That's it. That's it. Done. We're done. We're done. Bye. Bye. Wrong. <laughs> wrong again. Still wrong. Still wrong. And bye. Lovely. <laughs> now that we have our vocals stretched, we're all warmed up. Vocal warm-ups. <laughs> Round the ragged bush, the rabbit. I, it's, um, I, I, if the emperor was Biden. You see, Lone Star. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah, I'm, um, I don't, uh, tongue twisters. I don't know any. Three free fleas? Yeah, I don't know any of those. Uh, uh, she sells seashells down by the seashore. Sounds abound when the mouth is round. Mm, yes. Peter Piper picked a peck of pickled peppers.
How much wood could woodchuck chuck if woodchuck could chuck wood? If woodchuck could chuck wood, how much wood would woodchuck chuck? A synonym for cinnamon is a cinnamon synonym. Yes. A proper cup of coffee from a proper copper coffee pot. Thank you, Mr. Fox and Socks. <laughs> Sir. I like that one. Fox proper, and Socks. A proper cup of coffee from a proper copper coffee pot. That one's, that one's kind of fun to say. Unique New York. Unique New York. <laughs> a synonym for cinnamon is a cinnamon synonym. Gosh, that one messed me up. Sounds abound when the mouth is round. Today's reading of Dr. Seuss is brought to you by... <laughs> Bad Dr. Seuss lip readings. Ooh. Is that a thing? Is that, that a should, thing? That should be a... That should be a thing. There's an idea for a new series. <laughs> <laughs> Except for it's not really lip reading because they're books. But they were movies. <laughs> and maybe they have bad lip readings. I don't know. Well, which Grinch do you choose? The one with John Kerry or the one with Benedict Cumberbatch? Oh, definitely Benedict Cumbersnatch. <laughs> All right. Uh, yeah. Benedict Crimpersnack is a wonderful, wonderful actor, and I love everything that he does. Mm. Mostly. 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 Most of the all the time. That one movie he was a doctor in was a little strange. All right, let's start. <laughs> <laughs> da, 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 da. 